0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan, 702 in the AM. Gino Stone's gonna be a free agent after this season, and you think he's earned another deal? Or Mike McDonald. Is he the product of a system?
0: I don't want to take away from what he's doing, but the plays are coming to him through the scheme and through his responsibility. And I'm commending him by executing at a high level. And it's like the ball finds energy. You're, if you're doing things the right way all the time and playing with high energy, the ball will find you. And when it does, he's been able to make a play on the ball.
2: Yep, and that's what he had to say. And that's no disrespect, but it is what it is. Let's go out to the phone lines, 410-583-1057. Jay in Baltimore. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on, boss? Not much. Man. First of all, it,
3: is, it is disrespect. Okay. Because I'm a truck driver, and if somebody said, "Call my boss and say, is he a good driver?'" and he said, "Well, you know, he's good at this truck," I would see that underhanded. Everybody functions well within the system. Because here's my question: If he functions functions well within the system, who functions well without outside of the system?
2: Okay, I'll give I'll give Special you players. I'll give you exactly. I'll give you I'll give you an example: The Denver Broncos. Let me give you some running backs: Orlandis Gary. Ruben Drones, Mike Anderson, uh, No. Sean Moreno, uh, Philip Lindsay, all running backs who, spe- who were good in their system but horrible in o- other systems. Let me give you a running back who was good in both: Clinton Porters. Good with the Redskins back then. Great with the Broncos. So he could he could operate regardless
4: of what system those guys were not. Uh, there's another team also. Jeremy, who was it? The Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they've been doing it forever now by just throwing running back in there. Even if you want to go back to the some of the greats and then the average ones, but like from Priest Holmes, the Larry Johnson, uh-huh. and Mike Cloud was another one that ran there. Uh, you know, and, and no matter who they threw in, there were fullbacks that they would run there. In their system, and they would have success. And and again, it's different. Like, you can look at running backs, but systems are, it's a good thing that to have, like, you could say technically we're in a system here the way that we're structured, right? The way the show goes. The show, goes. yeah. But again, like, you can flow off of this if something special is going. You can tear this apart and do different things. There are special people, like, if Justin Jefferson goes to the, the San Francisco 49ers, and I think Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in football. If he goes to the 49ers, which is an amazing system. Is he going to be good there? Yes. Is he going to be good without the system that they have there in Minnesota or... Green Bay or wherever he goes. Yes, because he's a special player. There are certain guys that fit that role of what mm-hmm. you want.
2: And it's- to the truck driver analogy, there are some drivers, I'm sorry, <laughs> dude, that may be better in certain trucks. Because
4: well, he gave the truck driver analogy. Mm-hmm. Let, let me give you another one with the cover two. Like, certain teams draft cornerbacks that fit the zone need more so than a man-to-man need. Right. Like, Indy and Tampa mm-hmm. ran the cover two for all those years. So it was based upon, like, I don't need you to be a great cover guy. I need you to be able to cover this area. Right. You know, so they would, they would draft guys differently. Um or, or players differently than other teams would. And well, you, so you put out, you yeah. had a point earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there was a someone here who left because he didn't like the system. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. He left exactly for that reason. He didn't like the system. He went to Arizona and he's, you know, he's doing better. So there's a player admitting that he needed the system. Yeah. And I mean you mentioned it covered in the Tampa too. If you look at the linebackers too, you require a very deep drop for middle, middle linebackers. You have to be fast. Mm-hmm. You have to be smaller and lighter. They're not going to draft, you know, a two hundred sixty pound linebacker for that system. Let's go to Baltimore and get D. Uh, what's going on, D?
3: What's going on, fellas?
2: Hanging in there. How are you?
3: Yeah, good enough. I'm gonna jump on this Xeno Stone thing. Uh, would I like to have him back? Sure, but the question is, at what price? You're, You're right. right. He's the classic. He's the classic kind of player that teams overpay from, pay for from us, <laughs> based on our system. Yeah. And I, I, what I, should they throw? Throw a deal at him. Of course, they should throw a deal at him. But I, I could see some other team throwing something out there that we're just not going to do. And should we break the farm? Or should we sell a farm? No, no. So you're not gonna
2: you're out, going to you're not going to outbid him. somebody for him.
3: No, okay. no. Well, you, well, i mean, how much We're talking, but i I'm, he just seems like the type of guy that always gets outbid for from a oh, you know stuff. So, so. Uh, again, I no, it is a, a no disrespect thing. Uh, I like the guy, I like the player. There is something to be said for somebody that's reliable and that does their job because there are plenty of people out here in this world that do not and are unreliable. So it, it's worth something. But is it worth being t- – you know, you, you break the bank, you you, you, you destroy the team, you, your salary cap for the next couple of years. No, you can't do that.
1: Hey, so. D,
2: thanks a lot, my man. Appreciate that. Let's go to Mike in Baltimore. What's up, Mike?
3: Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? All right, I'm going to be real quick because my phone is losing power fast. Um, you got to ultimate- charge it, man. You got to charge it. I, I know the chart is not working, but anyway, um, that was the ultimate backhand compliment, man. That was that was worthy of some of the best backhands in tennis, man. That was that was an ultimate backhand compliment. But he's doing a good job. But like I said, we we don't need to break the bank or or anything. We so, need Mike, to let, me, an
2: let me ask you this, Mike. If his defensive coordinator says that, what am I supposed to think?
3: That's what I'm saying, man. I was really shocked when I heard the way he just, you know, he's just doing his job, you know. Uh, but I was shocked. But anyway, I mean, we should make him an offer. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, we can plug and play or get somebody. He's doing good. But, I mean, we, we don't need to, like i say, break the bank on that.
2: Thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate it. I mean, if the yeah. defensive coordinator says that, what do you want me to say? <laughs> let's, go, let's go to Baltimore and get Connor. What's up, Connor?
3: Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, I don't think it's disrespectful at all. I mean, all you got to do is look back at last year, the first two weeks. I Marcus Williams, he's three picks of the first two weeks against the Jets and the Dolphins. I mean, you're telling me that's not also a part of the system still if you plug him in? Obviously, he was brought in to be an elite
2: safety. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it, Connor. Yeah, I forgot about that. He did. He had a ton of interceptions the first two games mm-hmm. last year. Marcus Williams. Uh, let's go to Marquise in Baltimore. What's up, Marquise?
3: Good morning, fellas. How are you, man? So I say I watched Marlon Humphrey's press com- i mean not his press his, um, podcast podcast yesterday with Geno Stone on there. So Geno Stone basically saying what y'all said about the system how he fit McDonald's system better than he did Wink because you know Wink ran Cover Zero Cover One and you know McDonald running more zone. So he say McDonald put him in the right position. So he gave McDonald a lot of credit to like his success early going on right now. So. I agree with
1: you guys. Hey, thanks a lot, Marquise. He's doing a phenomenal job. I mean, that's why I agree with Jeremy. He's not going to be here long. He's going to get an offer because he's doing an amazing job with his defense. But to the callers' point, Marcus Williams has never had five interceptions in his career. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey,
2: I love Marcus <laughs> Williams. I was the one excited when he came. But like the caller said, also, he had three of the first two
1: games last and year. And one more after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, 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 was on, he was on a pace. So for the next 15 games, he had one interception.
2: <laughs> 410 That's the number. Bought the most big bad morning show on the face. How many games did he play last year? Ten. Ten. That's all? hmm Missed seven games? Yep. yeah. Damn. And how many had he
1: missed before then? Never. He missed. He played 15, 16, 15, 14, 16. So he never missed, basically. He missed like one game a season, basically. And, and and a couple of them, he played them all. And all of a sudden he comes here. There's nothing wrong with the strength and
2: conditioning program here in Baltimore. It's mm. all good, baby. All good. <laughs> Shovels at 730, <clears throat> but on the other side. One of the proudest organizations formerly in all of football. They are reeling right now. Mark Davis cleans house. Once again, Jeremy's favorite coach, McDaniels, is out of a job. Is that the end of the road for him as a head coach in the National Football League?
5: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: That is Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. First of all, let me say this. I'm happy that, that, that Pierce gets an opportunity to be a head coach in the National Football League, even on an interim basis. However, I'm not happy with the way it happened. This is a once-proud organization. You look at what's happening in, in Las Vegas, uh, Ed, a lot of what's happening in Chicago. It's ridiculous. A, a running backs coach fired before what he's done off the field. Isn't that the second coach that got fired this year from Chicago What they did off the field? Yep. What is going on there? Who's vetting these coaches? <laughs> er, is Urban Meyer vetting these coaches? Because you know he's great at vetting
1: people. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, that was just thing. I didn't vet yeah. them.
2: I mean, who is vetting these people? But what's happening in Vegas right now, I don't know. This is... Josh McDaniel said at his press conference, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I do, part of the reason he took the job was Derek Carr, Darren Wallen, and what's the little other... Hunter seat?
4: Renfro? Hunter Renfro.
2: Those three, remember he named those three guys. Where's Where's... I mean, with two games left, what did they do with, with uh, Derek Carr? Benched yeah, him. Yep. And now he's gone. Where's Darren Waller? With the he's Giants? in New York. And Hunter Renfro can't find his way.
4: Well, Hunter Renfro can't get on the field for him. He finally did this week because of some injuries, and uh, you thought maybe they were trying to move him. but.
2: So how do you say you took the job largely because of those three, Ed, and two of them are gone and one of them can't find his way? <laughs> That's why you're gone. That's yeah. why you're fired. You sold them a bill of
1: goods. Yep. And uh, it's, I mean, he didn't hesitate. It was, he didn't hesitate. This was done like, he must have just had a fit because it was done almost overnight.
4: Well, the the other part of this that is kind of hilarious is uh, Bill Belichick standing up there in New England like Dr. Evil. Gonna come back and get a hug, <laughs> Josh McDaniels. You want to come back to Daddy? Like that's they all come running back to Daddy. I know. I lost my job, Daddy. Well, come on back in. You want to be the offensive coordinator here? Yeah. <laughs> that guy's a douche, man. That was Josh. a good Doctor Evil. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Evil. Joe's over. There. Oh, what are you doing the Macarena over there? What are you doing? Remember when he says, "I'm hip, I'm uh, cool." talker, uh, talker, <laughs> Taka Taka. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, look, I was. I m- maybe I'm in the minority. I was finally happy to see McDaniel's go. I didn't think he belonged there.
1: Minority? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, no, no everybody's no. glad to see. Him. I said I, it I, from day
4: one, though.
2: I don't think you. I think you're misunderstanding my point here. He's got to go. However, that doesn't mean that this organization isn't a crap show. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. No, this, no. This, this organization, the fact that they hired him is, is, is an example of it being a crap show. I'm not going to name any names, but I remember doing a show with somebody and talking about how much of a terrible coach I thought that Josh McDaniels was and he didn't belong in charge of people, that he doesn't know how to lead men, and, and I don't think he's as smart as everyone makes him out to be. Um, and I said I thought Mike McDaniel uh down in Miami I'm like I'm excited to see what this guy does with the team and remember the Tua stuff happened with him so people were like oh I don't know about that guy but now you're seeing the resolve there and 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 all of a sudden the plays that he's devising yeah
2: okay
4: and we so we we, no we were just talking about new coaches which coaches are you most excited about and which ones do you think are going to fail and immediately you know me I hate Josh McDaniels so I said that and the the co-host I was working with was like really God, I think he's the best coach candidate. And I'm going, I just don't see it. I've seen this in other places. When you stand up and tell me you can turn Tim Tebow into an NFL quarterback, I'm looking at you going, Come on, man. <laughs> and I love Tim Tebow. I thought he's the greatest college football player I've ever seen. It just didn't
1: And I think he's a Hall of Fame person. Yep. I think he's a Hall of Fame person. It's, I'm glad you said that. I do not for life me understand why people dislike him. He's Dude. such a good person. You know what? why? Why? What? go ahead, Rob. Look at me and say that again. I don't know why people don't like him.
2: You serious? Yeah. In this world. Oh, well, that's you don't know why people hate a devoted Christian who's able to stand up and and take a knee mm-hmm. for his beliefs, and and you don't understand that. You know, you have no idea why people hate that. Because it's 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 that's not vogue. I know. Being a Christian is not vogue.
1: No. You know, I mean,
2: that's that's not it. You you can you can worship and serve anything you want, but Christ. That's that's the one thing you can't. That's serve. true. All right. So yeah. that's that's why
4: people hate him. But anyway, I, go ahead, Jeremy. I mean, I don't think that's why people
2: hate him. I guarantee I, you, that's right, why people hate him.
1: No,
4: because I, I, I think people people mocked him for that. Yeah, because I think people think he's was disingenuous. And the more you got to see him, you realize, no, that's who he is. Yeah. Like Dwight Howard was was talking a lot of the same stuff that uh, Tim Tebow was when he came out of high school and went in the NBA. People
2: know he's he's genuine now. I don't hear the love fest for him. You've always liked him.
1: Hmm.
4: I've always liked him. Where's, where is his fan base? His fan
1: base well, had not grown.
4: I got it from people when I said, I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. They're like, what do you mean? All he does is win. And the stupid Skip Bayless nonsense. And I'm like, what do you mean? All he does is win. Maybe, you know, so he waited in the playoffs for it to go to overtime. He just
1: wants to win. Yeah.
4: Oh. Guys <laughs> <Does he? laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: Just want to win. Is this the
2: last chance that, that McDaniel's will ever get as a head coach I in the national so. football in the National <laughs> Football League? Because I believe he can get a college gig somewhere,
1: but will he get another NFL gig? I don't. Yes, think, I think he will. Nope. He's failed twice badly. Doesn't matter. And I, he doesn't badly. Th- they seem. I know, but they seem to just rotate these guys in. I, it, how many times you see new faces in the NFL? They kind of just move these guys around. Well, we have because because he became a new face.
4: I mean, this is his second opportunity, and mm-hmm. I think he's pissed down his leg so much that he's not going to get another chance. And it, and it, and it's not about like you got some coaches that come in that understand what's going on. Like this is where we need to be. We're getting to this point. We're doing this, and they have a, a plan set in place. He's just like, I can do it. Give me anyone, and you know? I can. I mean, that's just how he was. And the players hated it because it's almost like he's telling you to do something you can't do, or he wants you to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Because they're not winning games. And he makes dumb decisions in games. So, why would anybody give him another opportunity? He, he's terrible.
2: <laughs> well... Based on the resume that you just submitted for him, he does not get one.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. Hey, oh, go, mean- go, go
2: call Jeremy Kahn to help you build your resume. Mm. <laughs> Why does my resume
4: be- just say
1: trash? <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. Where it ends up,
2: but it also, I mean, isn't it, it? Is that not one of the organizations that you kind of want to be good just for the sake of being good? The Raiders, man. Yeah, yeah. Raiders, the Bears. Yeah. I think right now the two. Organiz- I don't see when the steelers are struggling they're struggling for the reasons that every other team in the national football league struggles from time to time you got to purge you know yeah, every it's now and then recent, you get yeah it's a recent dip. every now and then you just got to purge mm-hmm. the cowboys the same way you, you can say what you want about jerry jones they're never out of it they're always relevant you mm-hmm. know what i mean they're always worthy of being talked about in this entire tenure they they've purged from time to time but for the most part they've been there the eagles there's certain organizations but it's sad to see
1: what's going on with the Raiders and the Bears right now. I agree because there's certain organizations in the NFL. It's like we have the NBA conversation, about the Knicks and the Lakers and the you, you want those teams to be good for the to good to of the game. It's the same in the NFL. I'd say that the Raiders for sure because they got a really proud history. The Bears, I think the Redskins, Commanders, whatever. That's another one. I mean, as much might, as I hate they them, have you're great right. History. You're right. You're right, man. Joe
2: Gibbs won a Super Bowl with three different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Twice during shortened seasons, but still. Still, so somebody had to win. Maybe. Yeah. four ten five eight three one zero five seven. 1057. That's the number. Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan. Do you think that'll happen in baseball, Ed? Right, right now, people are kind of poo pooing on what the Dodgers did and and even in the NBA, what the Lakers did in the pandemic seasons. You think maybe 10, 15 years from now, we'll just see them as champions of that year? You kind of forget about what happened? Or the, the pandemic Trump. Uh, uh, work stoppages in terms of strikes. I don't quite understand. I think you, you can't fault people for the season they were presented because you don't because you notice there's, there, that it's not a mental asterisk on when the Redskins one is, but there is on yeah. the Dodgers and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You think Tom will kind of erase that?
1: Yeah, they do. I think you have to because it's it's not their fault. The only difference I think is in baseball is a streakier game. You know, like you you get, get hot at the right get time. at the right time. It's like you could have a great month short in a shortened season, win the World Series. Who's the Ravens' best cornerback today? We'll discuss that at eight o'clock.
2: But on the other side, Ed North, you got a
1: shovel for us? Yeah, yeah. This goes to the American Ornithological Society. They're, they're wading into the uh, the PC woke world. This story's for the birds. (laughs) If you you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057.
2: Hit us up on Twitter at BBMS1057. The fan shovel's next.
4: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new
0: job but might be open to the perfect role.
3: The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad
0: shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan.
2: It's time to give about shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text. 410 583 105.7, hit us up on Twitter. At BBMS, 105.7, the fan.
1: Ed Norris, get your shovel, man. The American Ornithological Society, the bird people, they have now, you know, thrown their hat in the woke PC ring. What? They're now changing the names of birds. They don't. I. This is ridiculous. I can't. I just can't with this world anymore. Let's just say this: You could say goodbye to Anna's hummingbird, Lewis's woodpecker, Bullock's oriole, etc., etc., etc. The move comes as part a broader effort to diversify birding and make it more welcoming to people of all races and backgrounds. Okay, so now what they're doing is they're changing the names of birds that had human names of people that actually discovered them. And they're just naming them other things. They're just changing them to make it more inclusive. Um, I mean, they, they maintained this list in North America's 1886. And they've changed names in the past, but for scientific reasons. Now they're doing it for, um, I don't know, sensitivity reasons, I guess you'd call it. Um, but the, the, way the last, the quote they use at the end, names are important for humans. This is absolutely a human driven exercise. They're important for people who watch birds and the communities who may or may not feel welcome if all the birds are named after these old European ornithologists. Uh, do what you want. I don't particularly give a rat's ass what you do with birds' names. But I don't. Like, when does this end? Yeah. When is this ever going to end? Like, are we going to rename Halley's Comet? Seriously. It's a good idea. <laughs> did
4: Haley actually found... We don't know. Have we talked to her?
1: I'm assuming he did. because Well, at least he named it. Is it he? I Charles? Know. Haley? Dude. Won five Super Bowl. God, Bowls. I hate talking to him. <laughs> Seriously. Everybody who's discovered something, you're going to change it because their name is on it if it comes from a, an Anglo-Saxon name?
4: I just read that the term running was from a man named Running that swore that he invented it. Because he took off. He tried to walk twice at one time is what he said and then he started running so that's why it's called running his last I'm looking at this like is this true that's not true (laughs) absolutely not Joe can look it up somebody can
1: well we're gonna make bird watching more inclusive by taking the names off the birds so good for you feel isolated in it what you feel isolated I just feel like this is just getting to the point of the, it's gone for the, it's just getting absurd. Think of all the things that have named after people throughout history, and we're going to just stop, we're going to change them all. And I mean that about Halley's Comet. That's just one of many. There's all kinds of stars and, and uh, you know, the world, things in the world that are named after the people that invented them. Like, Are they going to change Rick Simpson's oil? Hopefully not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Jeremy, Ooh. Who, get, who gets your uh,
4: your shovel? Well, it's going to a Florida woman. Shocker. She's been arrested for conspiring to create sadistic animal crush videos. Uh, it's monkey torture. She's literally, they called her Nicole... Vibus 35 faces federal charges for her part in allegedly overseeing and coordinating a series of group chats on a texting app that distributed videos of primates being crushed and collected payments from members to produce new videos. They're actually crushing animals. Have you guys ever seen a video where maybe she crushed a Joe? You want to hit that? She crushed a
1: macaque.
4: Could you imagine <laughs> if she did that on a video? Are you serious?
2: So you, should, you should have said, hey. You I should was, have said she crushed.
4: I was trying to get game. it. He wasn't looking yeah, at me. Was, I you, couldn't you, make you, eye you contact. Ruined that you ruined that one. You ruined that one. It sucked. But anyway, this, I mean, this is disgusting. Like, you found a group of people that enjoy watching animal torture videos. Doesn't that raise some sort of awareness of, isn't that like one of the first steps, Ed? And somebody going downhill and going down it's that dark path. Torturing animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, right. it, I mean, this stuff, like. What are we doing? Like, th- really? People want to just watch videos of animals getting tortured. Like, I get it. Like, when you're hunting, some people hunt for sport. I'm not all about that. But
1: hunters do not torture animals. I, if, it, if it hunt for if, a reason, like if you if you wound a deer, that's a real bad thing. Like, if you don't, the, the point is you want to hit him where he doesn't go very far before he mm-hmm. dies. You don't want to see an animal wounded and suffer. And usually the hunter put it, they'll kill it to put it out of its misery. Like yeah. you see a, a deer that's going to die hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. Before, we would when I was a mounted cop. We had to learn how to kill a horse, in case it went down, and you had to euthanize it. There was it was so barbaric, but I mean, it was so simple. It was a, a drawing of a horse's head with like an X on the forehead. Are you we, serious? We're totally serious. We had to shoot it. I am not kidding. Mm. Mm. yep. My shovel goes
2: to the plastic bag ban. Now, it's reached Baltimore County. Here's my problem. It's here's a plastic here. ban. Here's my here's my problem. I went to this morning to uh Royal Farm. I spent sixty-five dollars on gas. Gas. Yes. I spent another 15 bucks in the store. They told me I needed five cents to buy a bag. I just spent 80 bucks plus. You can't you can't buy the five cent bag? That's your cost. This is the price that's doing bit why why does the customer have to pay the extra five dollars for the, for the bag? That's the price of business, man. You pay it. I just spent money in your business. You pay five cents for the bag. Why do I? I just spent $80. For $80 I know. And you want me to buy a five-cent bag? You should have
4: looked at
1: that guy. More Are you than, crazy? More than that, you know it's really been annoying me? You have all these items like you had today or whatever it was. Yeah. I have. I had like six you know, bottles and different things. Would you like a bag? No. No. I'm going to carry them out my pockets. I've got like, you know, liters of water and like, "Yeah, no, I don't need a bag." What kind of stupid question is that? No, dude, 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 dude I just don't. No, no, dude, I just paid 80. You can't buy me a damn bag
2: for 5 cents? One bag. I just paid, I just spent $80 in your store, and now you're making me, now you're gouging me for a 5 cent bag? That's salt, brother. Dude, that's the price for business. Yeah. You pay, you buy, you pay for the damn bag. It's Why like credit not, card wh- fees. Exactly. That's your, that's a you problem. That's not yeah. my problem. Get out of business, yeah. and, and hardly anybody accepts cash anymore. So you mean to tell me, if you pay for a hundred customers five cent bag, you're going out of business? That's what that's going to drive you out of business right. with all the money we're spending in here. Right. The difference between you staying in business and going out of business is that five cent bag.
1: First of all, does anyone on this earth believe those bags are five cents a piece? No, I guarantee the no. less than a penny.
4: Oh, they're, they're fractions of a penny. So I'm
1: saying. Let's, like, you, you could yeah.
4: probably buy, like, you know how they So why are you out...
1: charging me a nickel? Because
4: they can. That's the easy answer.
1: So they're making money off.
4: Of well, like, if you're, are we trying to help? <laughs> like, the whole thing with the plastic ban, are we trying to help the environment? Or are we just going to take money and then not look at what's going on with the environment? Is that what's happening? Like, what, what are we doing? My friend Nick, this, this is a great point. Just
2: imagine all the fast food places all of these years that have given you bags. Now they're charging you. Whoa! Right. Why now? It's a plastic ban. Seriously, man. Why now? I think it's another ripoff, another way. This is when you look at your paycheck stub, look at all the money you spend in taxes, and they get you again.
4: Who the hell's FICA?
1: They get you again. Let me ask you a question. You mentioned that? How is it possible they tax you on your state return? When you get a return- Yeah, you get taxed again. You get taxed. It's your money. Who was it? You, You didn't make money. They took too much. And you're getting it back and they tax you on that. This is not income. How do you have the balls to tax it? <laughs> well, I thought somebody else said it best.
4: It's like the government goes, Tell us how much money you owe us in taxes. Okay, we owe you this amount. Wrong. You owe me this amount. Now we want it. And it's like, why didn't you tell me how much I owed you in the beginning? Yeah. Like, or what the like the whole tax Oop. thing is so silly,
2: man. People gonna start feeling like falling down, Sue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All. <laughs>
1: and all that guy wanted <laughs> was a breakfast You hour. you all you better stop. There you go, bro. <laughs> There's the drawing. Ooh,
2: (laughs) That's where you got to hit it? Yep. Uh, uh. Who's the best cornerback on the Ravens now? Right now. We'll we'll discuss that at 8 o'clock. But on the other side, college playoff rankings are out. The playoff rankings are out. And we'll take a preview with this weekend's college football matchups up next on The Fan. 7.48 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. You guys saw the college football playoff rankings. Uh, I... Didn't we have an argument with someone last week that Florida State wasn't top four? Mm, did we? Yeah, someone called and said Florida State shouldn't be top four. It was last week. It wasn't me. I know it wasn't you. And they said maybe okay, wa- it should have been Washington or someone like that. And I'm like, no, no. The ACC, the winner of the ACC, I remember this conversation, Is if it's undefeated, it's going to be in the playoffs. The winner of the ACC, over the winner of
4: the Pac-12. It's going it's to be in the playoffs. Because you think... Two from the Big Ten are coming, definitely? No, one of them's going to eliminate the other. Two from the SEC are coming? No, I'm if, no because
2: the it was a guy before the one guy that called saying how we're automatically assuming Alabama is going to be in the playoffs. Oh, it was the day that we were talking about right, that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. The whole scenario was if Alabama runs the table from this point and beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, I think Georgia and Alabama both go to the playoffs.
4: I think Bama loses this weekend
2: to LSU. And if that happens, then we're not even talking about it. That's what he was saying. Bama could lose. But I said, if they, the big question was if they run the table. If they run the table, they're in. And if Georgia goes undefeated and loses an SEC championship game, they're both in. And I think you had to win in the Big Ten, and if Florida State runs the table and wins the ACC, they're in. Over the Pac-12. Now, all of that changes. Georgia loses. That's what it's all about. But with the top six right now, do you guys have a problem with who's in the top six? I don't. Number six, Oregon. Number five, Washington. For those of you who are not looking at it right now. Number four, Florida State. Number three, um, Michigan. <laughs> number two, Georgia. Number one, Ohio State. So, Michigan has some pros- explaining to do, but go
4: ahead. Do they have on the list you're looking at? Do they have it how it's ranked after that? Like you have that in front of you? Like eight, like uh, seven to ten. Or 7-15 to 15 after the... Oh yeah, I got all of them. Okay, so like I'm saying, that would be the thing is like, is there a team that should be taken out and one of these other teams that should be put in from what we've seen thus far? And remember the caller said, if LSU wins it all,
2: they'll be in. And I said, I thought LSU would be ranked too low in the playoff rankings to climb that high. You know what LSU's ranked? 14. Yeah. And that was my point. I didn't think... I don't think
1: LSU Ed can do enough to get in. There were two lost team. Yeah. I don't see what we're we talking about here. They were two loss team. You they got just a bunch need of too unde- much help. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the top five teams are all undefeated. But you
4: know as well as I do, uh, um, a two loss SEC team isn't necessarily equal to uh, a one loss or an undefeated pack. You think team the college sometimes.
2: football playoff people would? Th- would I don't know if a
1: fourteen to four. Yeah. But I don't know. If no, that's, no, no. I'm not saying that yeah. anymore.
4: I'm just saying like. Sometimes the way everything, they're going to need help, but like it's not impossible for them to get in, I don't think. I think in the old, and, and I'm not I'm not, likely, I'm not down in the AP uh,
2: uh, voting because I'm a former AP voter. I, I, I love those guys. But I think in the old AP voting system, where you have all just a human element and that's it, I think LSU climbing it from number four, 14 to 4, if they win the SEC, is possible. I don't think they can in this system. I don't think the college football playoff system, when it's not just human opinion, I don't think they can climb that high. I just don't. Um, I think, you know, you got Alabama at eight, Texas at se- seven, um, Oregon at six. I think those are the teams that are kind of on the cusp that could possibly get in. I think anybody under that, including number 11 Penn State, is going fi- to find it a hard time to get in.
4: Yeah, I don't see. Uh, by the way, the the Penn State line is dropping at Maryland Um which is interesting by the you know, just showing you some sharp money coming in on Maryland this week after they've looked terrible. But Yeah, like tech, is Texas interesting to you? I am glad you said that. Because they are, and this if I
2: put my Jeremy Kahn glasses on, at home, K State, four point favors. There's something wrong with that, Jeremy. Yeah. There's something wrong with that that line. Well, Vegas only likes them by four at home. Against number twenty three K State, I think K State wins that game. Would not shock me in the least. I'm just going by based on just just some of the things that you have said in the past about these lines. Vegas knows something Ed, that we don't know. So,
4: where yeah, I, I think he would be right with that with the Texas game. But it, so Ed, as you look at it, like mm-hmm. you're, you're rooting for Florida State, obviously. Yeah. So we have five undefeated teams, right? Is it just five now? Five. And then yeah. you have all these
1: 7 and one teams. Well, I mean, Air Force is undefeated, too. It's yeah, you have yeah. more than five. Yeah. Well, you know, five. Relevant, relevant. Top tens. So yeah, yeah, relevant.
4: Thank you. Air Force is ranked in the top 25. Yeah. Um, it's just, right? Weren't yeah, they yes, down number to?
1: 25. Number 25 right now. Okay.
4: So, but when you look at all the other. Eight
1: people, the 17. Yeah. yeah. 7
4: and one teams. Oregon, Texas, Bama, Penn State, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, 7 and 2 but those 7-1 and one teams, so I think this is the grouping we're talking about, and and you would have to look at that top six and go, could I see one of these guys pushing one of those other teams out? And and the answer is yes. Um, could you see Ole Miss making a run? Yeah. Yeah. You say what you want about Lane Kiffin, man, but dude can coach. Well, that's a, so I'm sorry. Dude look, can coach, man. <laughs> perfect example. Josh McDaniel, jackass. Lane Kiffin, jackass. Josh McDaniel's terrible. Lane Kiffin can coach. He can coach
2: his He's ass off, He's just an man. ass.
1: Yes. Bobby he, Knight. Uh,
4: yeah. Yeah,
2: just passed the late, I mean, the late Bobby Knight. Yeah, I mean, some guys, you know, it just Lane Kiffin can coach, man. You can just say what he want. He recruits well. He knows who fits with his system well. He gets guys in. Yes, I can see Ole Miss making a run just because of him. Could
4: does Florida State play Louisville at all, or have they played? I think they already
2: played Louisville, didn't
4: they? Did they beat him? Is that Louisville's one loss? Or I thought Louisville lost at like NC State or somewhere. Louisville
2: don't. lost to. I don't know Louisville beat Notre Dame. I can't remember. I gotta look that up.
4: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like that's another ACC team that we don't talk about. Um, could they make a run? They have not played
2: Louisville, and they do not play Louisville. Louisville is not on the schedule. ACC championship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. possibly. Okay. But Louisville is yeah. Louisville is four-one in the conference, and Florida State, of course, six zero in the conference. Louisville's only conference loss was Pitt. All right. Well, let's me- uh Florida State
4: plays next. Let yeah. me put you to work. Play them today. I mean, and throw on one. Saturday. Throw one back at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Washington, Florida State, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia. Which one of those five teams can't afford a loss?
2: Yeah, give them to me again.
4: The the, the five undefeated. The five teams. Five undefeated. The Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington. Who can't afford
2: a loss? Yeah, I think Georgia can't afford a loss. You know why? Uh, number one and number two in the country. Uh, they have not. Their best win so far has been number twenty, Kentucky. Um, other than that, UT Martin, Ball State, UAB—if they have a loss, they're having a loss against teams that are ranked in the top twenty. Because they have number twelve Missouri next, number ten Ole Miss next, after that, and then number seventeen Tennessee. You could argue that the, they lost to the, the best part of their schedule and they beat up on the weakest part. I think they're the ones that can't afford a loss. A lot imagine. of people in the SEC are
4: upset at Georgia's out-of-conference schedule. they, yeah. they don't play any. They don't play
2: anybody. I say because I think I think Florida State. The only thing that will, will save Georgia is if they lose a game in the season and then win the SEC championship. Oh, yeah. uh, nah, maybe, maybe flip that. I think Florida State's
1: the team that can't afford to lose. I, that that was going to bring up. It's Florida State. Once you stop, I was going to say it's Florida State. It's Florida State. It yeah. They cannot afford a loss. Yeah.
2: Because Georgia always – Georgia's saving grace is the if SEC. they win the SEC. Now,
4: if they go undefeated and lose the SEC, they still got a chance to get in. Okay, outside of Michigan and Ohio State who will play each other, the other teams, if they get to their championship game and lose in the championship – do they get in? I think I think Florida State can't. Washington and or Oregon, if they played, I think one of them's going to get in and the other one's not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and think, it might might be something where we start talking about Oklahoma and Texas too. If
2: um, and, I think Ohio State and Georgia are the two teams that have a chance to lose their conference championship and still get in at number four. Okay. The only two. Hmm. Yeah, I think if Florida State loses, they're out. Yeah, they they've got to run the table one way or the yeah. other. Love talking college football with you guys. Commissions Baltimore at 815. Uh, Gordon McGinnis joins us at 830 to talk some uh, NFL. But on the other side, who is the Ravens' best corner on the roster right now? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
5: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.